Welcome to Valley Creek. We are a movement of hope for the city and beyond, and we're so glad you're listening to our podcast today. Whatever platform you're on, hit the subscribe or follow button so you get notified each week when a new message releases. Also, check out Valley Creek Plus for the latest resources to help you as you follow Jesus. And we'd love to stay connected with you. You can find us on your favorite social media platform or on valleycreek.org. Now let's join with all our campuses as we jump into our message today. Well, hey everybody and welcome to Valley Creek. We are one church that meets at multiple campuses. In fact, will you help me and let's welcome all of our campuses in, starting with Gainesville. Let's hear it for Gainesville. And Denton, hey D-Town. Our Louisville campus, Flower Mound, and those of you joining us from our online campus. We are so glad that you are here. See, we are starting our services together and we're actually going to stay together in our service time today. We're gonna do something a little different. See, we have been in an amazing series called Yahweh, the Lord, your God. And the revelation and teaching has been deep and it has been profound and we don't need more today. Instead, we just need to take a breath. We need to take a breath and let the revelation that God has given us, let it settle deep into our heart. And we have a really fun way to do just that. See at Valley Creek, we are a worshiping church. And that means our worship team is constantly listening for the voice of God. And they capture what they sense God is saying to our church and they record them in songs. And last week, we actually dropped a brand new album called Songs of Sacrifice. And this album, it is all about the Lord, our God. And so today we have brought our worship leaders from all campuses together so that in unity, we can sing these songs. Every song that we sing today, it was actually written by our very own worship team. And so here's what I wanna invite you to do. At all campuses, I just wanna invite you, you may stand, you may sit, you may kneel. Whatever posture you need to take, to worship God. See, we say worship God. If you don't know what that means, it simply means to focus on Jesus. And so we're gonna take an extended time to do that today. So right now, across all campuses, would you do this? Would you just take a deep breath in with me? And just acknowledge you came to encounter God and He's here ready to meet with you and this may not look like what you expected. And God doesn't always give us what we want, but He is faithful to give us what we need. So can you just lean in and trust everything you need will be found here as we worship our God today together.
You're the one who came to save Your kingdom come, you will be done in me We're here to celebrate The one riding on our praise The risen Son who died to take our place Like a sun breaking through the clouds The glory of your renown I see you now, you're closer than you've ever been invited him in we've lifted up our praise and he brings his presence so he's here 
right now. And when the presence of God comes, we have full access to every aspect of the kingdom. So there's freedom. There's healing. There's restoration. Whatever you need, his presence is here. His goodness is here. His mercy is here. His grace is here. God is here to meet with you today. And so my encouragement for you today is, can you take the present worries and the present cares of today and lay them at the side and exchange it for God's presence. In this place today is where His Spirit is resting upon us. He's filling us. Can we just lift our eyes to Jesus? And can we begin to lift up the name of Jesus above all things? Oh, oh, oh. 
the only natural response when you see the greatness of God and how good God is is to say thank you Jesus can we just say that together thank you Jesus thank you Jesus for all that you've done and all that you are can you take a moment just to sit down I just want to share with you we just we felt like it was so appropriate for us to have a weekend to respond to the greatness of God. Yahweh, our God, he is here with us today. And our only response is to worship. So we thought it'd be great to have a weekend where we just worship and praise the Lord together. That's what you were created for. God, he chose you so that you could declare the praises of him. And in this season, we just, I just want to take a moment just to share with you what God's been speaking to us as a worship team, as a production team, and ultimately what he's been sharing with our church. And, you know, when the Israelites, when they were ransomed out of slavery, when they redeemed out of slavery, they crossed the Red Sea and God was with them. And he told them, hey, create an ark, build an ark for me and carry this everywhere that you go. And this is a picture of the ark right here. And this is also a picture of our album cover. And it's kind of a topical view, God's perspective of the Ark of the Covenant. They would carry it with them and everywhere that they camped, they would carry this Ark with them. And you can see it's the, it's the angels, the two angels surrounding the mercy seat, bowing down to the mercy seat. And in the mercy seat, there is where uh, God would commune with his people. The blood would be sprinkled over the mercy seat. Atonement would be made. And, it's, and God, there's a scripture that says God's enthroned on the praises of his people. And so right here in the middle, we have lines that kind of represent music lines, songs of worship, songs of sacrifice, hence the name songs of sacrifice. And that's what God, that's what it is. That's what worship is. It's a sacrifice. It's, it's the words of my mouth, the meditations of my heart, the, the song of my life coming out. That's what worship is. And this ark was the most sacred possession of all of Israel, all of the Old Testament, because it represented the presence of God. And here at Valley Creek, we are passionate about the presence of God. We value the presence of God. As a matter of fact, we would say, just like Moses said, if the presence of God doesn't go with us, we don't even want to go. That's why you're here this morning. Believe it or not, that's why you are here in this place. You don't want just fun music. You just don't want great coffee in the atriums. You don't want an entertaining message. You want the presence of God. And that's why you're here today. And this platform right here, this platform is meant to display the glory of God. That's what it's for. But there's also times whenever we can put other things in the way and we can become a distraction. And if, as we've been evaluating our hearts and kind of what God's been speaking to us over this past season, We've realized that there's been pride on our teams. We've realized that God is calling us back to the heart of worship. And we realize that God, we want to bring a sac uh, offering, a sacrificial offering 
to the Lord and he's calling us actually to repentance. And I'm sure if you evaluate your heart, that's probably true for you too, where pride and preferences and perfection can come into your life and it can just be the, the, in the center of your life. But we feel like God's calling us to get back to the center with him. You see, there's a story in the Bible about David. And David was a man after God's own heart. And it wasn't because he was perfect. It was because every time that his sin was presented before him, he would quickly repented. And there's two times in the Bible that, that we know of that where David really messed up. This kind of gives me hope. Because God never left him and he never left God. But there's two times in the Bible when he really messed up. And one was with Bathsheba. And we hear that story a lot. Uh, but there's another story about whenever David takes a census. And a census is essentially where you count your armies. Look at how big my army is. Look at how powerful I am. In our version, it would be, look at how successful I am. Look at how much money I have. Look at how many followers I have or friends that I have. Look at what I've done and look at what I can do. And this is pride. And it was pride in David's heart. And it was pride. It's, this was so far different from whenever David was fighting the giant, Goliath. And he was young and he didn't have anything. And he said, the Lord will go before me. The Lord will fight my battles. The Lord is on my side. And here he is years later. He has everything. And he's saying, look at how great I am. Look at what I have. And we all know pride comes before a fall. And this pride in David's heart almost cost him his entire kingdom. There was a plague that was being swept over all of Israel, over all of his kingdom. And an angel of the Lord was about to wipe out all of Jerusalem. And then in God's mercy, he stopped the angel. And it was in that moment when God invited David. back to the heart of worship, back to his heart, to place him back at the center of his life. And I wonder in this season, are you coming back to the heart of God? As we've been talking about the greatness of God, have you, have you been placing him back at the center? And this was where David repented to the Lord. This is where David was broken before God. And God asked David to bring him a sacrificial offering. And he told him this, he told him where to go and what to do. He said, where the angel stops, I want you to go there. I want you to sacrifice and I want you to build me an altar. And he told him exactly what to do. And if I had to be honest, this project, what you see right here, this project, of songs of sacrifice. It's not about the songs that we've written. You know, the songs that we wrote and the production and everything that went into it, it's not about an album. It's about something that God is calling us to, wanting us to come back to the heart of worship, wanting us to repent and say, God, I'm placing you back at the center. And that's exactly the invitation that God has given us. And it's the invitation that God gave David. And there was an angel that stopped right at what, we, what they said is a threshing floor. What a threshing floor is, is basically a piece of property where they would separate the wheat from the chaff. And David went to go uh, to this guy Arana's house and he went to go buy all of that. And he said, I want to buy the property. I want to buy everything and I want to sacrifice to the Lord. And he told Arana this and he said, you're the king. I just want to give it to you. Can I just give it to you? Here's a piece of property. Here's the ox. Here's the wood. You can have it all. But here's the problem. This was not Arana's offering to give. This was David's offering to give. And then he says this. But the king replied to Arana, no, I insist on paying you for it. I will not sacrifice to the Lord my God burnt offerings that cost me nothing. See, Arana couldn't offer what God was asking David to offer. Arana couldn't repent for David's pride. 
Arana couldn't give the sacrifice that God was asking him to give. And that's what it was. It was a sacrifice. You know, and the nature of a sacrifice is, is actually going to cost you something. You're going to give up something that costs you something. That's what a sacrifice is. And so David, he bought the land, he bought the ox, he bought the wood, and he gave a sacrifice. And, the, and it says right in the very next verse, the Lord heard his prayers and all of Israel was saved and the plague was stopped. And David, he continued to offer sacrifice to the Lord. Not only did he give a small offering that day, he gave his entire life's savings so that they could experience the presence of God. He spent all of his money and all of his treasures to build a temple for the Lord, to house, to house the Ark of the Covenant, to put the presence of the Lord back with the people. And for hundreds of years, they continued to worship God and come to this temple all the way until Jesus came. And then the spirit was poured out and now Jesus says you are now the temple of the Holy Spirit my presence lives inside of you David gave a sacrifice and gave everything that he had that that day for the presence of God to live with him and with his people my question to you today is what is God asking you to sacrifice What's the sacrifice that God's asking you to give? For David, it started with a threshing floor. For you, it may start with what? Is it pride? Is it preferences? Is it perfection? Is it my treasure? Is it my time? Is it that relationship? Is it that worldly dream? What is it that God wants you to sacrifice? And it says this in Hebrews, it actually says, through Jesus, continually offer God a sacrifice of praise. And so just like David, I believe God can show you exactly what it is that he wants you to sacrifice. And I believe God can provide that for you as well. And he can show you what to do with it. But here's the question, are you willing? Are you willing? to lay it down, to give it up, to place it on the altar, maybe to never pick it up again. Are you willing to sacrifice to God something that will cost you everything?
exactly who God was and what he was like. See, God is better than you think. And God is bigger than you think. And so look, look at what he has done and look Look at who he is. You see, this is church. This is the people of God believing that God is real and that God is here and that God is good. And what he longs for more than anything else is relationship with us. And he draws us in by grace and he washes the world off of us. And sometimes it takes one song and sometimes it takes two songs and sometimes it takes the whole hour to get the world off of us to just be reminded that God is here and God is real and God is good and that he's better than I think and he's bigger than I think. So God, open up my eyes and open up my mind and help me connect with you with my heart. With my heart. See, I get it. For some of us, it's like, man, that, that was a long hour. Maybe. But maybe it just shows us that our minds are so distracted and our hearts are so churned up and there's so much going on inside of us that it takes a whole hour for God to finally grab our attention and lift us up beyond all of the circumstances and chaos and situations of our life. We are a worshiping church. In some seasons, we lean into that more than others, but either way, we will never stop declaring that we are passionate about the presence of God because meeting with God is what church actually is. And so the question is, is what is the sacrifice that the Lord is offering, asking you to offer to him? The sacrifice that costs you something, a next step, pride, finances, Maybe just the song of your mouth or the lifting of your hands or the way you use your time during the week. I don't know, but, but we don't want to be people that give God sacrifices that cost us nothing because he gave us the sacrifice that cost him everything. And his name was Jesus. And so this album, Songs of Sacrifice, is available everywhere you do music. It's free. Here's the deal. We don't really care about albums around here. What we care about is worshiping God. And so these songs are all written. Everything we sang today plus more is available for you. You can listen. These are the songs of our house. They're the songs of our family. And if you're like, man, I never listen to this kind of stuff, let me encourage you. If you've been tracking in the series and we've said the whole point is to just fix our thoughts on Jesus. Well, how do you do that? One of the ways you do that is by listening to songs that talk about him. So maybe this week when you're driving to work, throw this on. Maybe when you're heading to school, throw this on. And maybe when you're, you're just kind of in your house, just turn it on and just turn off the news and turn on some songs of sacrifice and let it fill your home. 
I mean, I walked by this, this last week when I was studying in my office, my family was getting ready for the day for school and their life and all the things they had it on in the background. And I could just hear the first song, Holy Spirit, we invite you in. And it was just filling my home. And I just had a moment where I thought, my two kids are getting ready to go to school. My wife is getting ready for her day. I'm working on a message for the church. And you know what's playing in the background? Not Fox News or CNN or some booties and dollars music. But Holy Spirit, we invite you in. Holy Spirit, we invite you in because I got a big life to live, because I got a big God, and he's better than I think, and he's doing more than I'm aware of. And Holy Spirit, I invite you in as I go to carry some hope this week in school, in work, in the places I go every single day. One of the things that we try to do, one of our five main strategies is just create resources for you to activate your faith during the week. We can create it, we can put it out there, we can set the table for you, but only you decide whether or not you're gonna feast. So let me encourage you, take advantage of it. Fill your mind with the goodness of God. Next week, we're gonna continue on with our Yahweh series. If you're a student, a young adult, or a parent, we have our VCLA pop-up in the atrium. We have our Valley Creek Leadership Academy, our two-year training program for students where you can earn your associate's degree as a young adult. We have interest meetings coming up. We have parent gatherings coming up, so check that out. For those of you that wanna give, you can give at the boxes at the doors as you leave or online. Giving is part of a sacrifice that costs us something. Saying, God, I don't just invite you into to these areas of my life, I invite you to every area of my life and that includes my finances and that costs me something. And so I know it's an offering unto you. But as you go this week, may you go knowing that God really is good and that Jesus really has forgiven you, that you really are loved, and that everything really is possible in Jesus' name. We love you. Have a great week.